what is good everyone welcome back to season six of the uproar leadership podcast That's crazy with cody spencer i'm your co-host buddy jenkins we're teacher here jenkins teacher jenkins pastor jenkins Whatever analogy jenkins <laughs> that's a, a wild name that's the first one i've never heard that look before. buddy dropped some of the best analogies maybe maybe ever listen they're great i love now them. i have to live up to a standard now i have to be the best analogies ever <laughs> no look guys i'm excited that you're here today and uh we just we want to talk about some things that we've seen leaders do to help you avoid mistakes yeah <laughs> There's two ways to learn, right? You can learn from advice mm-hmm. or you can learn from pain. Yeah. And I would love for you to avoid the issues that other people have made mm-hmm. and really make sure that you hit this ministry, hit this life mm-hmm. in a successful way. Yeah. That would be the goal, right? Is yeah. that we do it the best that we can. Yeah. And some of these things will help you. And one thing I want to talk about today is a lot of leaders fall into this place of discouragement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Proverbs says it like this. It says that hope deferred makes the heart weary. Yeah. And I see a lot of leaders hit this place, and you've probably seen it too. Uh, youth pastors, leaders, all these things. Actually, you remember that one time we went and met? This is crazy, guys. Buddy and I went and met with a guy at Starbucks. It was about an hour drive oh, away. Oh, I remember this that youth one. pastor. And yeah. he was so discouraged about where the youth group was. Yeah. And then we started digging a little bit deeper mm-hmm. and he was so discouraged, not only where the youth group was, but yep. where his spiritual life was. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned to us that he was scared that he was going to, this is crazy, that he was basically going to apostate because that's what his brother-in-law did. Yeah. And we started asking some questions like, well, like, dude, like what's your spiritual life yeah. like? And he's like, well, I don't have any time. I work two jobs and I have my family and I have this and I have this. And I was like, well, how long does it take you to get to your work? Yeah. He's like, well, it's 30 minutes there and 30 minutes home. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, what do you do? You pray? Do you read? Do you listen? What do you do in those 30 minutes each way? Mm-hmm. He's like, I listen to ESPN radio. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I was like, bro, you're making zero spiritual investment into yourself. Yes. And now there's zero fruit because mm-hmm. you're a dead man walking spiritually mm-hmm. and you're discouraged. Mm-hmm. And because you're discouraged, there's only a matter of time before this thing blows up in your face. Yeah. If you don't do something about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of leaders. They get to this place of discouragement because they start with big dreams. They start yeah. with big ideas and that's great. You should, mm-hmm. but when they don't see it quickly or it's been a while, they've been working at it. They get, hope deferred you know it makes their heart sick yeah and it's sad to me because a sick leader really can't be a strong leader yes and a lot of leaders they put on a good show they put on a good face but if you're standing up there confessing things in faith but really your Mm -hmm. heart is discouraged your heart isn't behind what you're confessing Mm -hmm. then it holds no weight it holds no straw yeah yeah, I, yeah, I think that's really good. Um, and ironically, that you say it hold, holds no straw. Um, I was actually watching uh, one of my one of my favorite musicals ever. It's called The Wiz. It's like this. It's a ter- an interpretation. You lost me a musical. So listen. So you know what The Wizard of Oz is, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. just so it was like a rendition they did of the the um, of The Wizard of Oz. It's called The Wiz. 
And um, it was at the part, and obviously, if you if you don't know what the Wizard of Oz is, right? This girl named Dorothy, she goes to like this magical land, like she gets sucked up by a tornado. It's like this super super. It was like made in like the fifties or sixties or something like that. Day. And she meets like a scarecrow, a lion, and a tin man, and they're all like, "Well, I want to have courage, and now I want right. to have brains, and I want to have heart." And it's a whole story. So in this specific one, right, they go and meet um, the scarecrow. And she she sees him, and he's a scarecrow. And obviously, if you don't know what a scarecrow is, scarecrow is they're on like a post in a field, and he's surrounded by all these crows. And he's like, "Well, he's like, well, I want to be smart." And they're telling him, "Well, you're dumb. Like, you're not yeah. smart." And then every time he gets, he's like, "Well, do you think I could probably get down off like this pole and walk around and do all this and that?" And they're like, "No, you can't." And they're like, now recite the crow commandments. And then they make them recite this crow commandments. And one of them is, you can never get off this pole. And then they Damn. make them sing this anthem every single time he, he thinks about getting off this pole. They make him sing it. And then the whole song is about, you can't win. You might as well not try. That's Just stay crazy. on the pole. That's crazy. And th- I think that as a lot of people in life, when they come to moments of discouragement, and I think it even has to do with the, even this particular guy, is they will come to moment. They might come to moments where it's like, okay, you know, God has asked me to do this, or God wants me to do this, or maybe this is my purpose yeah, in leadership. Yeah, yeah. But then something they allow something to creep in and say, well, nope, don't get off that pole. Yep. And then I actually, I, then I, now I want you to start to repeat, don't get off that pole. And you might as well not get off because mm-hmm. you can never do it. And that's what happens when people get discouraged, right? Is first they think of, well, I might as well not do it because this, I might as well not be, you know, continuing leadership because it'll never grow. I might as well not be a youth pastor anymore, even though, you know, God called me to do it because my youth group, it'll never grow. Whatever it is, these things start to creep, creep in and yep. then they start to repeat them themselves. And I yep. think that is one of the biggest issues is like, we'll, we will start, we'll allow the enemy to have these moments of discouragement creep into our hearts. And then he, he makes us repeat, not makes us, but That's then good. he has us, well, go sing this song. And then you'll see, well, yeah. people start lived out was like Damn. well this, that's my fears i'm just gonna do this or well i'm just gonna be like everyone else and i might as well not do it anymore i might as well not really read my bible like that because it's just not gonna come past it's not gonna happen things like that so i i think that is a, a, a big where we a lot of times where we see people step into that moment of discouragement is as they start to sing and they start to speak the discouraging things that have crept into their life or crept into their gosh heart. that is so true and and look the most important thing to staying encouraged is daily personal revival. And if yes. you've listened to any of these podcasts or if you've not listened to that one, yeah. go back and listen to that. I would say every good bit of leadership comes from daily personal revival. Yes. That you, you, If you don't have daily personal revival, you will spiritually yes. and your leadership in a church realm will die. And that's how you stay encouraged. Like, that's how I stay encouraged. I notice if ever I come into moments where I feel discouraged in an area, especially in leadership or what yeah, God has called me good, to, I always notice I'm like, okay, what have I been filling myself up with yeah. or what have I been listening to? And it's and it's always it always goes back to that because yeah. I always feel the most encouraged after I get done reading my Bible. It's true. Or after I'm praying or after I just have a moment with God or experience with God, whatever, I always feel the most encouraged. Like, you can't tell me nothing after that. Yeah. There's, there's no amount of nothing. I feel like I could go do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Dude, sometimes, I don't know why, like, I'll, a lot of times in prayer, mm. the Lord will just remind me of David when he said, you make me to jump over walls. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I want to like, I want to be like that. Like yeah. David was like, what was it? What kind of courage was in David where he's like, I'm a jump over walls because yeah. of God. But 
<coughs> I think, not I think, what we see biblically mm-hmm. too is we really all have a choice in this, this uh, crux in a decision-making moment to be encouraged or mm-hmm. be discouraged. If yeah. you, like read through Hebrews chapter 11, it mm-hmm. is the hall of faith, right? Yeah. But all of those people really had an option and an opportunity to choose discouragement, mm-hmm. but instead they held fast to the promise of God. Yeah. Like if you look, like look at, dude, look at Moses gets denied. He could have left. He could have went away. Standing yeah. in front of the Red Sea, could have left, could have went away, but instead he stood in faith. Mm-hmm. Look at Noah. Historians say he took between 60 and 120 years to build a boat. Yeah. He only got one instruction. Mm-hmm. You know how easy it is to get discouraged after 60 to 120 yeah. years? But it, like read through all of them. Look, Hebrews chapter 11, 11 is one of my favorites. And it says, and Sarah counted God faithful. Faithful, yeah. But at one point she didn't. Mm-hmm. She was discouraged, yeah. made her own thing, made a mess with mm-hmm. the, her own thing. But there is this decision time that every single person has an opportunity to make a decision of will I walk in courage or mm-hmm. will I walk in discouragement? Yeah. And it really boils down to, and this this might hit hard in your heart right now, but it boils down to what your belief in God's nature is. Yeah. Like, do you believe yeah, that good. God's a liar mm-hmm. or that he's only truth? Because yeah. if you believe that he's only truth, John 1, 17, mm-hmm. that he's the fullness of grace and truth. If you believe he's the fullness of truth, then he cannot lie. Yeah. Numbers 23, 19. Mm-hmm. God's not a man that he Basically can lie. Not. Like you can but go through. a man through, change his mind. Yeah. You go through all these things and it's like, well, let's look at it. It's like yeah. when we start to buy into courage, then really we are walking by sight, not by faith. Yes. Now, asterisk on this though. Like sometimes things don't work because you're not doing it good. Yes. And it's a, it's a good check to up your game Mm -hmm. change your game Mm -hmm. do something yeah but it doesn't mean that you're a mess up you should quit you're a failure that could even be a a place of discouragement where you might be discouraged to go to the next level where it needs to go to the next level like well i I, i'm just gonna stay in this this place because i know i can this is what i can handle this is what i'm used to so i don't really want to trek in territory i'm not you know used to but yeah i think that's a great point is like uh, really where where our encouragement comes from is believing and having faith in god is who he says he is because like if he if he's called us to and says i want you to do this because of this then it's believing well i'm gonna do this because god says if i would do this yeah this will this will come this is what's supposed to come to pass so it's just completely which is just funny how all things just ultimately go back to just your faith in, in yeah, God. Literally. Like it's funny when like people would try to joke and try to say, well, like, well, you know, I talk to Christians and all they just talk about is faith where it's like, obviously it's, 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 it is in a way more complex than that. But ultimately always what it, a lot of this always goes back to is, is where is your, is your faith in God? Cause yeah. that's where, where discouragement comes in is, is if you, like you said, if you don't believe he is a God who keeps his word, then of course you're going to think, well, even though God said, said this was going to happen, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. It, it, it really is true. And it comes down to the fact that are you walking by faith or walking by sight? Because in the kingdom of God, I rarely find like an overnight success. No, like, you will even, never find even biblically. Joseph wasn't an overnight success. Moses, not, they all had a level of opposition where mm-hmm. they could have chosen discouragement, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Mm -hmm. Daniel, you can go through 
every single one of them could have thrown in a level of discouragement yeah. or quit, but instead they held fast to God's nature and God's yeah. promises. Yeah. And if you're looking right now at a place and you're discouraged, mm -hmm. you need to get back to what God said yeah. and just wholly believe and accept that Yeah. and wholly focus on that thing. Yeah. And on that point of, um, or like overnight successes, like there is no such thing as an overnight success. You talk to any anyone who's ever been successful, you actually talk to them and they will tell you like it was nights of long work. It was in whatever sphere, even in a, in yeah. a secular worldly Dude, sense. And overnight success is the is the exception to the rule. Yeah, it's so rare. Yeah, so rare. And then it's like it, it so, um, especially in the social media era nowadays mm -hmm. is people will they'll take their youth group and then they'll follow a youth group. And they'll look at their the youth group they follow, and they're like, "Oh, dang! Their their social media is just so good, and mm -hmm. they have you know they have 500 kids that come, and they have this, and they have that, and they're doing this, and they're doing that, and then they compare it to them, but it's they don't true. understand. Like, I'm sure if you go and you talk to the youth pastor and you talk about their history, you know, they've you been grinding. They've been grinding. You could hear. I st I remember we started out. We only had ten kids, yep. and and no one would show up, and we only had this, and we only only had that. I mean, even in like even like a perspective of like conference, right? I'm sure there. I'm sure there are people that come to conference or see conference, and them themselves, God has placed right. in their heart where God wants them to do some type of conference, and they might look at it where it is now, and be like, yep. dang, like wow, I I need it to be like that, but it's they don't understand it started in a cabin in the woods <laughs> you know yeah. with, with you you and pastor ted like that's where that's where it started like it started with of something that god placed in your heart and the last minute came he came through and funded it and after you just kept saying like well i just believe god is god is gonna <laughs> Dude, bring in the money they were like so people don't see that like people don't see that so it's like also you can't and that's every year still every year still. we're just believing <laughs> yeah, god's still just gonna bring still. in the money and he exactly, does because it's he's, a free he's, conference he's faithful and it's and it's that still is like we can't and that and that is like the the bittersweetness of even the social media and age nowadays is we can't allow our if if we're encouraged in what god has asked us to do by looking at someone else's success because yep. it doesn't it's it, everything isn't going to pan out the same or it's not going to be yeah. like, oh, God told you, God told me to start a youth group. And it's not like you're going to wake up next morning and you yeah. have 600 kids signed up automatically, Dude, faithfully attending all worship. And, and that's just not how it is. I, I even like at certain points would follow these youth groups that were like massive, right? You mm -hmm. got like three, four thousand kids showing up to youth group. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dang, like, bro, how do they do that? And then it's like, oh, shoot, they're in like a major metropolitan <laughs> yeah. area and yeah. there's a million, a million teenagers that live in the city and we're in like the boonies yeah and we're hitting like 140 and it's like yeah. in perspective we were killing it yeah. but i could look at it it's really de determines on like what you look at so okay yeah some tips in how to like make sure you don't get discouraged number one i would say like go back to what god called you to do yes and i want to read this verse That's philippians good. 1 6 it said and paul was writing the church of philippi he said for i am confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. If God started it, he's going to finish it. Yep. If God called you to it, it was for a reason. Yep. So I'd say number one, like go back to what God called you to do. Number two, make sure you're good in your walk with Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because if, if the only thing that brings you happiness, joy, success, courage is... <laughs> 
is success, quote unquote, with more numbers and all these things, then you've missed it. Like you got to make sure you're good with Jesus. Remember why you started. Mm-hmm. Get good with Jesus. Yeah. Number three, keep working hard. Yeah. Keep working hard. I, I don't think people talk about working hard enough in ministry mm-hmm. enough. There's a, so, well, I just, I'm just going to pray a little bit and hope they show up tonight. Like, mm-hmm. no, work hard. Keep working hard. Mm-hmm. Keep building. Because at the end of the day, if Noah did it for 60 and God only gave him one instruction. Yeah. Look, all you need is one instruction to stay good with God and keep working hard. Mm-hmm. And if you're working unto the Lord, then none of your work will ever be in vain. I yeah. think that like you need to realize that too. It's people like, well, none of these kids listen and none of these kids care. None mm-hmm. of this. Well, look, part of it might be strategy. Yeah. But the other part is if you're doing it under the Lord, you're not ever losing. Yeah, because you're you're doing it with a pure heart. You're doing it unto God. So therefore, what do you do? You're building treasures in heaven. Yeah, you're you're sowing eternally by giving that thing. Yeah, I, I think it's so important to continue to work like that, to continue to build like that, and know that I'm doing it under the Lord. Whether they respond or don't mm-hmm. respond, I'm doing this for God. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, yeah, I think you hit it right on the head. Is like ultimately regardless of what you think this the successful outcome is or is not if you are wholeheartedly done unto the lord that's that's that is your reward like that is what regardless of what you think how it should look or it should be if as long as you are doing exactly what god has asked asked you to do and you're doing it with your full heart that is where that is that should be your win not that we shouldn't has set goals yeah. or things like that or have good expectations that we can pray for and that not that we shouldn't yeah, have and that. push for and yeah. goals and but those, those are at added to yeah because at, at the bare minimum you should be looking at it as like okay i'm i'm giving my my mm-hmm. full heart i have a i just started this this whatever this this small group and it's three people three guys that show up every week and we go to duncan and we sit and we read the bible but every every time they just go home and they still be on their snapchat smoking weed and whatever stuff like that but they show up faithfully every week and i'm giving my all that that should be a win in your book it should be and i would say there's there's another point to stay encouraged Mm -hmm. is this is a this one is important is you need to find people that will speak life to you yes you need to get people in your corner that will speak life Mm -hmm. where you can call and be like yo that night was terrible. Mm-hmm. And they will build you up, encourage you, yep. grab a hold of you, and speak extra faith to you. Yes. Now, on the other side, I would say another point would be don't say dumb things. Yeah. Because the moment you start confessing defeat mm-hmm. and, and all these other things, guess what? That's going to start predominantly being your confession and your truth. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you lie and say, oh, it was the best night we ever had, but mm-hmm. you know, one kid showed up. Yeah. Don't lie about it, but also don't start confessing that you're a failure. Don't yeah. start confessing that's the straw man thing mm-hmm. that you're talking about. That is the whiz right there. Yeah. It's like, because your confession will be your reality. Yep. You'll start to believe it in your heart. You'll start mm-hmm. to doubt God, and then you quit. Mm-hmm. So I would say, what do we say? Remember why what God called you to? Mm-hmm. Get in your word. Yeah. Work hard. Mm-hmm. Find people that will be in your corner yeah. that will speak life to you. Mm-hmm. Refuse to speak stupid things. Yeah. Confess Don't, good things. Yeah, confess good things. 
well, this one kid is going to start to win all their friends to mm-hmm. Jesus. Yep. Those kids that have been giving me a hard time, you know what? They're going to be the leaders in this ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, my pastor is going to believe in what we're building. Like, just yeah. start confessing. Whatever you don't, start confessing good things. Yeah. And I, I like, um, and I encourage you to, to go back and watch this. Um, when uh, Pastor Teo, what, his, his message he did, what was it, Friday night? Where he was talking about confessings and he where he was talking about confessing. oh yeah five confessions for a generation and he was like i don't confess so other people will believe mm. he said i he said i make confessions so i i can believe so good dude. and i think that is some things that people get yeah, mixed up that's right on our is, youtube is people want want to, yeah right on our youtube at um upper tv go check it out and a bunch of other stuff so go check it out uh, <laughs> but and i think that is a big thing for people is they i think sometimes people will like well they will own people only confess around other people so they can believe it but like no it's yes. like the point of confessing is so you can believe it. Mm-hmm. It's consistently telling yourself. As a man thinks, thinks in, in his, his heart, heart, so is he. It's kind of it's kind of like the thing. Obviously, it's the opposite, but it's like ever heard like someone who like someone who would tell a lie so much they start to believe it. Yeah, it's kind of like that. <laughs> like it's like yeah. you could consistently tell you something over and over and over again, and it's like you will start to believe it. Like I seen like I was watching. This is I just random stuff come comes up and I watch it, and I think at the time it holds no significance, but it does. And I think actually, I think Mindy has done this to with Julian before, but she was saying how a girl was talking on this podcast, and she was saying how growing up, she she was like her mom and her parents wanted to be like, I have the best daughter, yeah, and she's so kind and she's so yeah, she's so sweet. She and does she's that not to Julian sneaky, all the time. This is my not, wife. She and my doesn't son. lie, and she she said she <laughs> always says that. And she said anytime I would hear that, like even if I like did something bad or was like yeah. did something supposed to it like made me want to do that because yeah. they said that and i seen you're so do stupid <laughs> yeah you're, so you're stupid. an idiot you're a liar like, <laughs> so it's like confessions are very very so very important and it's crazy because the world will use them my mom used to do that to my dad <laughs> like the first year they were married she he she said he was a jerk mm-hmm. and like it's all he knew his dad was just a mess mm-hmm. so it's all he ever saw modeled with a marriage was just yeah jerk and she would be like I have the most loving, compassionate, <laughs> sweet, caring husband in the world. It was, dude, she would like all the time. And he was just being just not a nice guy. Not a nice guy. <laughs> not a nice guy. But that was the confession. Mm-hmm. She said, I was prophesying yeah. into his life. But look, you need to prophesy these things into yes. your ministry. You need yes. to prophesy these things into where discouragement into is yourself. trying to keep in. Mm-hmm. Because if you let that plant a seed in your heart, it will grow and grow and yes. grow and grow and be the predominant thing. And mm-hmm. whatever you think is what you'll be. Yes. And we, we look, we know this, right? You look at a kid who's acting up and you're like, dang, that's how he thinks about himself. Mm-hmm. But you think bad about your ministry. It's true. You got to refuse that. Yeah. You, you got to refuse that. You have to. What do you got, buddy? Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. And I, I just think. It's all about your environment. It's all about your surroundings. It's all about the things that you say. Like that is a direct link to what you'll be encouraged in, and if you'll and what you'll be discouraged in about who you have around you, what you're listening to, what what you're spending your time doing, how you're speaking. Yes. Like I like myself. Like I like I just started. Like I just started dating like a couple months ago, and I was telling like Misha, I was like I'm very very. I was like words mean so much to me. And I'm, I'm very intentional on who I spend my time around and who I listen to. Yep. And I was like, I refuse to listen to anyone that has 
negative things, not, not helpful things, not encouraging things, and to have negative things that speak down on our relationship. I was like, I'm not going to have no, listen to no one that's going to say, enjoy the honeymoon phase because you'll eventually Dude, that's get so sick annoying. of each other. I said, I'm not going to listen to that because I ref I'm not gonna, going to be discouraged in our relationship and be dreading some bad thing is going to happen. No, I'm only going to be around people that want to lift us up, that want to speak life into our, our relationship, yeah. that want to teach us, that want to guide 100%. us, that want to coach us. And that is the same thing with ministry and everything. You you need people around you. you need leaders and friends and people who are going to speak life into you. I've, and obviously, also telling real stuff to you because that is still a part of encouragement is not just yeah. lying or sugarcoating stuff yeah, but it's look, also saying real stuff to lap lap to, <laughs> to wrap it all the way back to yeah. that first guy we, we, I mentioned is like I didn't look at him like man I feel so bad for you I looked yeah. at him and I was like that's crazy you'll listen about sports mm -hmm. for an hour of your I was like yeah oh, he literally said I, I was like you'll listen an hour for sports and confess that you're spiritually dead and dying. Yeah, I'm. I was like, if you don't change that, you'll you will apostatize. Yes. it's only a matter of time. And dude, he he like took it really well. But he did. I just I wanted to shake him up with mm -hmm. a reality that if you don't get your crap in order, yeah. if you don't get your thinking right, if you don't start investing in the right things, you will die spiritually. Yeah. And dude, it changed his whole life. Mm -hmm. Like it was incredible. <laughs> you remember he looked at me. He's like. Dude, I don't even really know you, but I hate you. Yeah, he said but that. thank you. Yeah, he said that. Mind you, this was the first time ever, first both time each other, both ever, ever meeting this guy. Meeting him. He's like, but he I was hate like, you, but thank, thank you, I needed you. it. Which needed is good. It. <laughs> it's, it's very good. And you need people around that. Don't get yes men. That's yeah. the worst thing. You don't have yes men. Yeah, have look, people who are going to speak life. Has people I'll who tell encourage you to tell you. Love. I don't care. Yeah. I don't mind. And it's the best thing. It's because I love you, though. Mm -hmm. So look, um... I love you, and I'm really grateful you're listening to this. Yes. And we have five other seasons of content if this is your first time listening in on something. Yeah, go check it out. But refuse a life of discouragement. Mm -hmm. You know, because it will kill you. Yes. It will damn you. Yes. And God didn't start you on something. Yes. Just to have you be a failure. Yes. He started you for a very specific Sick. reason. Yes. Well, buddy's going to end us. Hey, well, listen, we hope you guys enjoyed uh, this week's episode of the Upper Leadership Podcast. Man, go ahead and give us a follow at the Upper Conference uh, on Instagram. We'll be posting tons of content there. Man, feel free to reach out to um, either me or Pastor Cody. Um, we love just to hear back, feedback, questions that you might have, things like that. Um, we have tons of other leadership things to come. Also, we have Called Camp November, November 9th through the 11th um man just tons of things tons of things and we could i could sit here and talk about all the things but we hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode we love y'all and we'll see y'all next week